0: Black Card Steve O checking in. This is the In the Mix and Out the Way podcast. You know, I'm excited about this uh, podcast. I got two of the homies with me. Track Sounds. What's going on? What's going on? Firebug, what's going on?
1: I'm with the angles.
0: You already know what time it is, man. I mean, Track Sounds is somebody um, that's instrumental to the to the Houston um market as far as production. You Culture. Know what I'm saying? Everything that he um has done has kind of been phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? For sure. You know, what's up, Chris? See Rob in the building? Man, Midwestern, you know. <laughs> yeah. You already know it, man. Track Sounds is like um you you've heard his name. He's been uh top producer on uh what was that website? When, when, when you first started coming out, you put the, the beats on the website. Ooh, uh, I remember Sound the website Click. with Beehive. Not SoundCloud. No, 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 no. SoundClick? Uh, SoundClick,
2: yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Top
0: producer on SoundClick. He had to outgrow that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Me and
2: Johnny Giuliano. Him and Johnny <laughs> Giuliano,
0: you know what I'm saying? So track sounds, man. You, you work out of iMix Houston, you know, know what I'm saying? Super Facts. So let's get into your story, you know what I'm saying, where you come from, how long you've been doing it, stuff like that, you know what I'm saying, like, um, who, you wor- who you work with, you know what I'm saying, I know you uh, just got off a couple tours, you're a traveling man, so tell the people about yourself.
2: Um Yeah, nah, I mean, I've been making music since I was about 13 or 14, uh, I grew up in a kind of a smaller town called Angleton, which is like 45 minutes from Houston, and so we didn't really have much to do, but. You know, try to stay out of trouble and try to find ways to you know get our time occupied. So a lot of my friends used to try to rap or something like that, and I was just kind of always fascinated by like the the back you know the backstory of uh, making the music that kind of comes under it. And yeah, I just kept working at it, working at it, kept making beats. A lot of them were you know pretty bad, and then eventually I had a couple that I was like, oh these are okay, and started getting some people working with me, and you know. Obviously, fast forward like 15 years, and I've, I've uh, worked with two chains Wiz Khalifa, Asap Rocky, Kendrick Lamar, um, Devin the Dude, Slim Thug, everybody in Houston pretty much. Um, Starlito, Max O'Croon, all types of Nebzy Hustle, um, a lot of people. So I've definitely been blessed to uh, be around a lot of very talented people. So, out
0: of all of those people that you just named, who is the most, um, the most interesting person
2: to, uh, to work with? Um interesting you mean like interesting personality in studio, or interesting musically?
0: Uh personality in the studio personality, work, Kevin work Gates Kevin without Gates. a doubt. Kevin Gates, can without you can you say something without giving his secrets?
2: Uh, well no, I'll just say honestly, he's the only person that I've ever like we had we worked till like six or seven in the morning. We did a song called Ring and that's out. Um and uh You recorded Ring? I did Ring? the beat and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Um and uh he uh, he was the only one that's ever blessed the session before we left. Like he made everybody bow their heads, hold hold hands, and like we all blessed the session before we left. And um and I he just talking to him in general introspective. Like his mind is like he's like he is so smart. It's crazy. You can tell like this dude is very educated. He's what read a lot of books. He's he knows what he's talking about. So he was definitely the most interesting personality wise. Musically it was Kendrick. Like he how he 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 would did like forty or fifty layers on like hooks and stuff like that. No lie. And it was just, like, crazy to watch his process. 40 or all those weird hairs. voices that you hear he does, he does those. Like, right. those aren't effects. That's him.
0: Right. You know, Ali was in town. Uh, mm-hmm.
2: Ali like, sat on my shoulder over my shoulder and did all the engineering for yeah, it. Yeah. And, like, told me what. This is when I was, I was, like, 19, like, 20 or something like that, actually. And he was, like, telling me what to do. And I was just like, okay, cool, because uh, we didn't have Pro Tools on our computer. Right. I knew Logic. how to work Logic. And yeah, he yeah. didn't know how to work it. And so he was just. Showing me stuff. And I learned more in those, like, two, three hours working with them than, you know, I've learned in years of being in other places or studying other people and stuff. Shout out to Ali. I actually just met
0: Ali um, last week. He came out and did a, a workshop, you know what I'm saying, at Avant Media. So, shout out to Ali, you know what I'm saying? For sure. Legend. You. Um, your story is one that is very, very uh, interesting what point do you think you got your first like when you realized like, oh, I could do this
2: for a living?
0: Um, what what
2: point was that in your in, in your career? Uh it's kind of funny. I'd say I mean I always thought I was gonna be like a big producer and stuff like that. I don't know, it was just kind of my mindset. You I was always, confident? Yeah, I was always <laughs> confident, but it was funny cause nobody even in high school people thought I was crazy for doing music. They thought I was the dumbest dude ever. Cause I was really I was good at basketball too. I played college basketball and uh people were like, Oh, like why are you even worried about the music? Like, you can just keep playing basketball, duh, duh, duh. But I you know, I saw bigger things and I also know how things go in life with, you know, basketball and stuff like that. And uh people would think I was crazy for dedicating my time. And then I was like nineteen, I got a placement with uh the Saint Lunatics. Oh wow uh, Hey,
3: that's Midwest, though. <laughs> I, I, I was close so, to me, bro. I was I was on their
2: album. They took what's crazy is uh, this i was 18, actually. I didn't know anything about it. These—they took my name. All, I did ghost production for it because they took all my credits off and put theirs on it. And they were like, "It's okay. Like, we'll get you some such and such, and like, you'll get a lot of pub off this, and we'll get you to meet Nelly." And I, I mean, I flew down there and met them and stuff, but I didn't get any credit for it. But at that time, what,
3: what record was
0: that? Yeah, you gotta let um,
2: me know what the
3: song that was. Cause it's, I got that out.
2: Mm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to look it up, and I'll remember uh, when I, it was. Whatever one basement beats did on there, so I mean, I, I like basement beats. Like shout out to them; they, they still gave me some opportunities, uh, you know. So I, I mean, definitely know. You know so like,
0: so so when you got that call from the Saint Lunatics, you was right. like, okay, nah. so I could I
2: really... quit. I quit basketball. I'd already quit <laughs> basketball. Uh huh. Um, well, I was, I was in the process of quitting, and I quit, and uh, and I started doing music full time. I came back to Houston. So that right. was
0: the point where you was like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna really go in. Yeah, people at, thought I was at, fucking nuts too, this. man. And it's I think hilarious. I think everybody that does now, does music comes to that point where everybody is kind of like looking at them crazy, like this is really what you're trying to do. You I know of, what I'm all saying? The like time. they look at the odds and and the, and, the, and they look at um,
2: especially from a small town, the too. struggling artist, yeah, the struggling
0: producer, and they be like, "You're crazy for even wanting to do that." Mm-hmm. I know, Chris, how how you feel about that? You know what I'm saying? Coming from where you come from and doing wanting to do music, like I know, <laughs> I, I know you said your parents was like. What? what are you doing?
3: You know what I'm saying? That's true. But first, I want to say track. I did not know you produced for the same movie. To you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> not many people know, bro. I'm not. Like, I'm gonna Hold keep on, it real. Bro. I've done so many records that Hold nobody's on. even known about. I had that, a Cameron single out for three years, and I like, didn't even know it. Those are Midwest legends, bro. Do you understand? Yeah. Like, I flew down to St. Louis and wearing Air Force. I was, at, in the I was at Nelly's mom's house, like kicking it, eating dinner one day, smoking with Murphy Lee, you like chilling. Say, and I was like, Yeah hey, I'm gonna quit basketball, and I'm about to do this music shit." <laughs> Legend. <laughs> you ain't got to say nothing. Else. Legend. Hey, uh, but no, what I would,
3: what I would think me about when that? you
2: said, "Cameron." Yeah, <laughs> hey, Cameron too. But uh, that what that what one
1: caught, caught me. Out. I found that out, and Nelly? I was mind blown.
3: Nelly in the same lunatics.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: that's a whole different level For though. Sure. But Listen. no, what? what uh, get back to what you were saying uh, about the small town thing. Is like that, I know, I already know how that it is coming from Indianapolis. Like Angleton is a little smaller than Indianapolis, mm-hmm. but. I already know that that was a lot of, and you yeah. was going to Dartmouth. Uh-huh. That's the part he left out. That's an yeah. Ivy League college. That's yeah. not just any college. Dartmouth,
2: yeah. an Ivy. Like League. I was smart, and I, I got, <laughs> I wasn't, you know, because I, I played basketball. It was a little easier to get into a school like that. Um, but it was one of those things. that was like, man, what am I gonna do Dartmouth, with Dartmouth?
0: Like on uh,
2: what super bad? That's everybody was asking me. Golly, but, uh, track sounds. Um, I never knew that. And fun fact, <laughs> but, like, but that, fun but fact. that isn't what I wanted though. So it was like, I know like my, when I look back in 20, 30 years, am I going to be happy that I got a, a good, a cool degree or whatever, you know, you want to say about it, or am, am I going to be speaking, glad that I speaking did Speaking of thing?
0: degrees, you do have a degree.
2: I did. Talk about your degree. Um, my degree is actually from University of Houston. And uh-huh. It has nothing to do Goku's. with music. It's a, uh, go absolutely. Uh, it's hotel and restaurant management. And people always think it's, I mean, I was bartending. I was doing whatever I could to make ends meet when I was, when I came back. Because, I mean, I was getting records placed and small things like that. But the money doesn't come in fast, especially when you don't know how this business works. I had to get people to teach me how I can get my money in this and things like that. And once I learned that, the money definitely came in way more. But these first few years, I didn't know. All that. I was just making right. beats and just happy to be in the studio, right. working with these people. And right, so, that's
3: a that's a good segue. Like, how do you how do you as a producer? Like, if I'm a producer, listening to this right now track, you just told me you work with Saint Ludic's, Cameron, right. and all these people. How do I make sure I get the money that I'm owed?
2: Uh, and so I never saw any money from any of those. Um, records uh-huh. until i so the reason i know about all this stuff is because people people taught me and because mm-hmm. i network and i know people and because i work with other people my friend uh, chinky p who is a producer i work with a lot chinky shout out chinky um absolutely uh we did actually a devin record when we were on a, like one of devin's albums we did like three or four beats on there and uh, he hit me up and he was like, he did a bunch of TI records, um, GCs and a whole bunch of stuff on one of his projects. Right. And um, he called me, he's like, hey, I have some guys that go by music admin publishing. His name's Nick Velo. Um, and they, they basically help producers get paid off. It's called an admin company. They help producers get paid off of things that they haven't been paid for. They're mm. you know, it's kind of, a, I think it's a group of lawyers that got together, used to work in labels, and now they're helping producers and songwriters and There's stuff. Both um i got i got linked with them and that's an
0: admin deal right yes I called an admin
2: deal um and so they they've taught me a lot about how to go do it and they they go get a lot of my money um but basically the one main thing they told me is that producers have money sitting at labels and things like that and they don't even know about it because these labels aren't going to pay it out to a producer that they're supposed to pay it out but they're not going to do it unless you come claim it and as a little producer you're trying to call labels and Hey, like I did this record, and they're like, "Okay, hang up on you." But if you <laughs> have, the loop. if you have like Nick and them who are lawyers and people that know what they're doing, like they're gonna return their calls and get these checks and blah 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 like that. So, kind of what I was getting to is, I learned a lot of it from different people. That's how I learned how to get paid. I could go on for hours of how to get paid, but it's like you need to be able to have a network that is gonna help you um, see these type of things and be able right. to branch you off into these avenues. If I wouldn't had been working with other producers and just, you know, kind of clammed up in my own hole. So, I, I would never learn in this. Right. So
0: it, it, it's so much different approaching a label um, yourself than with the actual lawyer. You know what I'm saying? You Absolutely. Get, you get two different types of responses. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people don't want to build their <laughs> team up, but you have to build your team up and you have to have the entertainment lawyer on your team because mm-hmm. the entertainment lawyer is going to get a different type of respect than Absolutely. you're going to get. Just as an artist, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Speaking of Trek's degree, I spoke to Trek one time and he told me some of the smartest stuff that I've ever heard in my life, you know, <laughs> know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, a, so that's a big compliment. He told me that remember. his degree was in hospitality and he was like, I'm already doing music so I didn't want to get a degree in music because I'm already doing I'm it. I'm
2: living it, yeah.
0: And I was like, wow, I didn't think about that. Because when I went to school, I got my degree in music, and I was already doing music. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? So I rethought my whole school career, and I was like, man, I should have went to school for something else because I was already doing music. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I always encourage school. If you don't know how to engineer, if you don't know music business, go to school. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if you're already doing it, go to school for something else. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's something that I remember a conversation that me and you had that Mm -hmm. always stuck with me. You know what I'm saying. So even right now, I'm thinking about going back to school for something totally different. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Other, you learn you learned doing, all types of you know stuff I
2: mean? like business, how to do you know profit and loss and all types of things like that. That you taxes you know how to do your that taxes. That you wouldn't. Yeah, you wouldn't think apply to um, track sounds m- music, but this is the music business. I have to pay my taxes. I do my own spreadsheets, Trek profit and losses, all that. If I could
0: share this, track sounds is the first person in the music industry. That told me they that he pays his taxes (laughs) quarterly. No, 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 quarterly. You know what I'm saying? I'm laughing because that's the truth. You know what I'm saying? He was like, "Yeah, I pay quarterly." I was like, "Damn, Track really got his shit together." You know know what I'm saying? So uh, you
2: got to, man. Otherwise, you you know, they don't. You can't show this income without uh, doing something like that. And then, you know, if you don't have that type of. Uh, income coming in then you're not gonna be able to get houses, cars, all that type of stuff. You're gonna be a struggling musician and if you get your business set up and figure out where you're doing expenses, what's working well for you, you're gonna be able to maximize this like a business like how Amazon and all these people do it.
3: Right, right. Piggybacking right. off of what you just said, like what makes a good producer? Like I know you, 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 you know what I'm saying. You know, you see, meet a lot of up and coming mm-hmm. producers. You used to throw those classes. Mm-hmm. I forget what they were called. What were your uh, classes it was a
2: production camp. It was a music production, production camp. camp.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you're gonna bring those back, but I, I, I like that. That was a good. Yeah,
2: I just, I've been gone so much. It's hard to like find. Every time I would schedule, some, schedule it, we have a show or something like that and then we'd have to leave for it and so
3: so what makes a good producer like the young producers listening what what makes a good producer how do i know i'm supposed to keep doing this and for me to uh
0: piggyback off of that i know you work with a lot of uh producers you do a lot of collaborations and stuff like that so what do Mm -hmm. you look for when collaborating with another producer since you are a producer and can do everything yourself
2: um i like i definitely look for uh producers that um like you know everybody's gonna say like think outside the box and are creative but that's definitely true like if i i want to even if you're not like technically there's a couple technical things that you're off on i just want to hear like your ideas are like actually different than what's just the standard typical beat like i because i do a lot of recording sessions and stuff too so i hear a lot of production that people go over and a lot of it sounds the exact same Right, right, right um to me which you know is a sign of the times but when you can do something that I'm like, oh, that's actually creative. Or you add some kind of element that I'm not used to hearing. That's one right. of the first things I'm looking for with collabing. And that also makes a good producer. But, I mean, the main thing about producers, you got to be patient and you got to see, like, the full vision of what's going on. Because um, making microwavable music isn't going to help you. Like, you need stuff that's going to stand the test of time. Say that again. And Yeah. Microwave with music. That's what too many people make. They think they can come in and, and do like four tracks in a couple hours and longevity. Be, yeah. Longevity you, you is to, the key. Mm-hmm. There's a, a lot of time into it. Yeah. Nothing. Love and Nothing. Yeah, exactly. Nothing good is, is gonna come easy with this. If this was easy, everybody would be a musician or a rapper or but, artist. But honestly,
0: that's what people think. People think the music industry is easy. They think they could just come to the studio <laughs> and just
2: say some things and mm-hmm. then they're
3: automatically gonna blow up. Everybody How? can't be little Nas X. Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? But
2: even him, he's a next level marketing genius, dude. He's been pushing that for for months on like TikTok and all these. Like, he's a next level marketing genius. Next level. You got to be into marketing. Yeah.
0: But but, but let's talk about the myth of uh, people thinking that they're going to come to the studio, make a song, and it's automatically going to blow up. Cause a lot of people think they're gonna blow up on their uh, first song.
2: Yeah, no. That the how many doesn't.
0: first songs have you recorded that were hits? How many quote unquote hits have you recorded? Their
2: first song, never, <laughs> ever in a million years. I mean, I always just preach to people: this is, you know, uh, it's it's crazy because I always like, one of my favorite sayings ever was: "It's a marathon, not a sprint." Hmm. And because people would think that like you know six months goes by and they were supposed to have this happen and all this, and I'm like a lot of the biggest people i've worked with i've seen even like if we take like maxo cream for example like i've been working with maxo since i first came back to houston that's like 9 years ago right right and he's just you know in the past few years really gotten to that level um where you know he's taking tours and stuff like that but people didn't see those 4 to 5 years he was you know putting like putting in work learning his flow learning his rhythm couldn't figure out how to get videos getting shafted on like all those things happen, to, and I can name so many countless artists that that same exact story is there. Right. But you don't see those like first few years that no one even knows that they're working that hard, and that's right. that's you know kind of part of it. I think I think every
0: artist feels like when they first start off and they're putting in their work that people don't see them. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I feel like they they feel like kind of like inv- invisible. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Invincible. You know what I'm saying? So it's like at, at, at that point, what kind of um, advice would you give to an artist? that's in his second year that hasn't blown up yet.
2: You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, I get, you know, I I try to like, I don't want to sound like giving the generic answers, but you really got to go learn like marketing, and then st- learn marketing to a next level. Like you may think you know marketing, right? But you don't know marketing. Like
0: marketing is so is so important because even if you have a bad song, mm-hmm. if you have a great marketing, yes. you can make it happen. I absolutely. guarantee. Because
2: there's, I mean, music is the most subjective thing probably in the world because it's one of those things that somebody could absolutely hate someone's song, but there's three or four million people that think it's the greatest song ever. Right. And so it's one of those things is you need to figure out. A lot of people, even if they, it's not necessarily, if your song doesn't do well, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad song. It could be if you haven't been putting enough work in years in practice right. and things like that. But it nece- it, most likely is you didn't market it to the right people or get it to market it to the right area or have the budget for it, or whatever. Right. So that's where a lot of good songs um, fail. Besides, you know, bad mixing quality too. For sure, for <laughs> sure, for sure, for
0: sure. So,
2: mixing quality is definitely a, a,
0: a, a get your songs mixed and mastered, man. Don't yeah. come definitely. to the, don't come Trust to the studio me. and just record a song for two hours and you think it's the end.
2: I have I've seen it happen all the time.
0: Pay for the mix, and rip, pay rip, for the master. Rip. It's a whole different result. I mm-hmm. promise you, whole I different, different you. result. So, C Rob, r- r- real quick, I want to go back to the beginning. Mm. I wanna go to uh let's talk about how me and Track Sounds met. Man, understand. how was that?
2: <laughs> Amazing. Steve os <that's> a man. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Steve O yeah. if, if there's one dude that I've I've definitely said a lot of times It's like him, GT Guards, and Killer Callion, those three definitely like put me in a lot of places, like different ways and helped me looked out for me in a lot of time. But I actually I mean, crazy is I met Killer because of Steve O, met Devin because it's all these people I probably met because of Steve so even in the in it like kind of comes back to him cuz I don't even remember I don't remember how to, oh I, I met you cuz killer, actually I'm lying right No so w- I it? know the first the first thing well, who, I ever
0: uh, seen of Track Sounds is we used to I do know. something with Marcus Mantle with Mantle Mondays right and oh, yeah. Marcus used to come to the studio and go live you know what oh, I'm saying yeah. so one day my brother was at the studio and I was at the studio and my brother said, man, who is Track Sounds? He just followed me. I said, I, I don't know who Track Sounds is. So I don't know if Track went and followed everybody and that was know, on the live or, 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 or what. You Fun know what fact,
2: me and Marcus used to play basketball when we were like 13 or 14 <laughs> together all the time. So yeah, Marcus yeah. is my boy too.
0: So that was the first time that I heard Track Sounds name. You know what I'm saying? And then um, after that, the, sec- the, the next time I heard his name... Um he 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 contacted me to mix a song for him. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? That's what it
2: was, yeah. I knew that. Well, I I, I just couldn't remember uh I know cuz I know you linked me with Devin as well. And that's right. how I met Devin. Um but yeah, I needed I had a, my first song was called Houston Smokers Only and I Classics. was Plastics. Nobody nobody was really I didn't have any placements besides like the Saint Lunatics. I had a couple other small things, but in Houston no one knew me at all. And so I was with my boy one day I was like, "Man, I need to figure out something to like
0: Get into um, that market, right? Yeah,
2: now. to like yeah, get people yeah, yeah. to know my name. And so uh I randomly started making a beat. I had this idea of like throwing, you know, putting this song together with all the boat dope smokers in Houston. And uh, I made a beat, and then I contacted B Don and G Luck, and they had no idea who I was, but they still were like, "Oh yeah, we like the beat. We want to work on it." I told them the idea, which to the, to this day I still think is one of the coolest things ever. That's why right. I, I respect them like crazy. They
0: still play that song in strip clubs. Oh yeah, to nah. This day. I've
2: walked in a, a, like shows and stuff, and people have been playing it. Um, but yeah, anyways, I put it together, and then somebody, I think Killer Callion, told me he's like, "You should go check out Steve about mixing." Uh, linked up with Steve-O, and he was—I I don't for some reason. Why did you were at the club that night or something? Why were well, you there? I, I
0: think I had to. I don't know why I was at the club that night. I think I had to do a—I um, don't know what it was. Were you
2: judging like a contest or something? It was probably
0: some kind of something contest, like that, or right? Something. Anyways, so, I, so 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 I drove all you.
2: the way to the north side. I'm the from north side. I'm from the the south 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 part, yeah, and I'm from the north north. I drove north. all the north. way up there with <laughs> one deep by myself north. with my hard drive. You know, money in my pocket, ready for the song to get mixed. I walk in the club. I didn't he even know what he looked bar. like. He met me at the bar. Didn't even know what he looked like. I'm walking around, just you know, random ass little eighteen he, he year old text white me. dude. Like, <laughs> he texts
0: me. He's like, "Yo, I'm here." <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
2: Looking for him. I got hard drive in my hand and stuff. And then, sure enough, yeah, it's like he's. I mean, he's the reason. I mean, I'm obviously in uh, working in iMix now too because. Uh, you I know mean, worked in a couple of different studios and had a couple of situations and called Steve one day and was like hey I got a spot and you know 6 years later man, we're still they're, rocking
0: there there honestly there wouldn't be anybody um there wouldn't be anybody else that I'd be honored to work with at the studio you know what I'm saying to have yeah, a room yeah. at the studio other than track sounds you know what I'm saying There you go. um um he works his work ethic is impeccable you know what I'm saying his neck his network is good and he's a man of his word if he said he's going to do something he is gonna do something, you know what I'm saying. True. And even his ear, I respect. You know what I'm saying. And I know that's mutual because even sure. recently, Track sent me some records. He was like, "Man, I want to know what you think about these uh-huh. records." You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Help me, absolutely. Help me pick which records I can send to this artist. You mm-hmm. know what i I had I'm a saying?
2: placement opportunity, and I was like, "Man, I need to figure out." I, have, you know, I make so many beats. I was like, "I need to figure out somebody I can bounce ideas off of." Of picking these direct because I know I, I have a few people that I know I trust their ear. And no matter what, they're going to tell me, like, nah, that's not it. Or, yeah, that's the, like, they're going to tell me what I need to hear. Right. And sure enough, uh, even today we were just talking about before we did the podcast, who, you know, the the person we're talking about – she just hit me back and was saying she liked some of the records and wanted to send more and stuff like that too so and, was... and
0: i I'm, I'm not expecting nothing else but big things from that you know, yeah. know what i'm saying hell yeah
3: you got you got anything to ask zero uh yeah so kind of going back to what you said about like uh your creative process and and, and things like that like how, how are you doing that like what is what is your cura- creative process like what is that <laughs>
2: Um, Tell the truth Shame <laughs> the devil <laughs> I smoke Ella weed That's for sure <laughs> uh, Yeah But uh, no, nah, I mean honestly I get inspiration From a lot of people People think like Getting inspiration From other places Is like Not Wrong. the move But yeah I'm like um, You know I, I, I get inspiration From a lot of people Timberland's my favorite Producer ever So like Just hearing his beats And stuff like that Are like i don't know next there's next just so level. many F- yeah next level it's not next even next funny level. absolutely what, are, what
0: other producers do you look
2: up to uh it's my top producers ever are uh timbaland number one just blaze number two just and then like. that third spot is always kind of up for debate and you could throw like early kanye even like you know kanye has a lot of records just in right. production just speaking on production wise. Like, Some of his reduction is like absolutely next level thinking, but uh, I like I like Alchemist old beats. I really used to like the sample stuff, so like old sample producers that's like kind of like what I grew when up I, with when I
0: first met Trek. That's all he was doing. Like, I knew I could absolutely. go to track for a dope ass sample. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I taught
2: myself the keys after that because I was like, All right, samples. I missed a couple, I missed a Chameleon Air album because of samples, man. And uh, it was the whatever the second one was, I can't think of it. Um, but the second one I didn't make it because of a sample. And then that was like, I was like, all right, I need to... And then even like a Devin album, we had a problem. They were saying we sampled a Diana Ross record, and we didn't. I remember that. I remember, <laughs> remember that? I think, we, I, I think
0: I set that up. Well, that, yeah, what yeah, what yeah,
2: record
0: but, was that? Uh, Wait, was that with I Sean, Sean or me. that was... Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were sure. trying
2: to say me and Albie, uh, my friend Albie Dixon, who's a very good keyboard player, had sampled this. And it was like, we did not. But we ended up having to replay all this stuff. And I just remember thinking, like, it's such a headache. So I started kind of teaching myself the keys and... Um, i can I can get down a little bit it ain't
0: it ain't nothing like not having to split the money right oh, it's amazing <laughs> it's so much better and you're
2: like you're sending it off and you're like yep I ain't gonna be no problems with this one so that's definitely some advice i would give
0: for so i mean it's a question that i want to ask you um that'll help up upcoming producers man um the question is what do you do when you when you send emails out to artists and they don't respond like, how how do, you, how do you handle that? How do you handle that emotion? I mean, that's going to happen you a lot. You know what I'm
2: saying? You can't take anything personal. That's uh-huh. for sure. You're going to hear a lot of no's. You're going to hear a lot of times that even we're talking about um, the person we were talking about earlier that we're, you know, I've been sending records in and Steve-O was uh, giving me um, advice on what to send. I sent her records first, didn't hear nothing back. and And now, since I've been doing this so long, I've learned, I'm like, it's not the, I guarantee you she didn't listen to him. It was the fact that, or I guarantee you she didn't, like, listen to them. Like, oh, they're not good. She just never had a chance to listen to them and probably forgot. Because right. these are people that probably get a million messages a day, a million, a million texts. Beats. Like, oh, a million beats. A million beats. And they can get beats from anybody. They can right. call Timberland and get beats. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, little, you know, little old me trying to send them beats is nothing. So I followed up actually today. And that's when she came back like, oh, yeah, I just checked them. Like, da, 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 Like, followed me back. I'm like, all that type of stuff like that, but it's just because I followed up, and I've learned some of my biggest placements have come from me following up and being like, "Hey, did you check those? Oh no, not yet. Let me right. go look." Or, "Oh no, nah, resend them." Happens all the time. People like if you're talking to anybody that's important, you're not the only one talking to them. Right, <laughs> you know? right, 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 so how right. big is the
3: follow up like for
2: for it's people a, trying huge. to get into this huge. this music it, business? It's huge. You don't honestly. Um, I've took a lot of, um, negotiation classes and all types of things for different businesses and stuff like that. And the one thing about it is I've, they've said is you keep following up until you hear no, basically. And then when you hear no, you can probably try to figure out a new angle to maybe get that yes from it. But if you don't hear back like you've got to assume that they haven't either taken the time to you know check it out or you just need to be that driving force to it and there's nothing personal about this this is all business and so so all matters. the
0: producers out there make sure you follow up cuz even with me with engineers people that contact me I don't know you're serious until you actually mm-hmm. follow up you know what yeah. i'm saying anybody could do a initial um contact Absolutely. you know what i'm saying but that follow up Crucial. Explains that you're really, really, Crucial. really serious. You know what I'm saying? So that's that, that's that's very,
3: very. Um, that's very follow. important. Now, you know I'm now track man, we we talked about all the successes, all the different things that are great about producing. Right? <laughs> How do you handle stuff that doesn't work?
2: Um, uh, which happens a lot. I'll definitely say there's definitely a lot of days where you're like, man, fuck this shit. <laughs> you just want to stop. But it's, it's one of those things. If you really love music, which I mean. I've been doing long. I've been doing music longer than I haven't in my life, so that's I. a blessing. I love music, um, and that's just the one thing I have to remind myself because there's a lot of days where it's like you know things don't go your way, and yeah, you know, that's in an, anything you can do. Everybody in life, you know, there's hard parts to it, and so I, I you know can understand that, but to be able to be doing it with music is you know it's a blessing, and if you can find like keep that passion in you and just always remember like this is why you started then it's a lot harder to take that away. But there you will know, be days that will test your patience, and you, you won't want to like mess with it that day.
0: Have, have you cool. ever came to a point where you were like, man, I'm about to quit music? Oh.
2: <laughs> Yesterday. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all the time, like absolutely a million times. So that definitely isn't, uh, that's nothing to be, that's just nat- natural and human. I feel like people do that in all types of things and all walks of life and everything. Right. And so... Um, you just have to like you know mentally fight through that and there's nothing wrong with being like feeling like that like people think that's like uh um like you're not strong or something like that, if you're, if you're thinking like there ain't nothing wrong with that. Like, yeah, you can uh, be upset for a little bit. Like, shake, use back, that, shake, shake back, shake yeah, back. Shake back, yeah, use that a little energy and then the next day come back and get them. Like it ain't nothing, you don't have to win every single day. You know, right. you just have to win, you know, win the week or win, you know, like you just have to keep making progress over time, incremental gains and stuff like right, that. Right, You're not going to catch a W every single day. Just don't happen.
0: For sure, so, for sure. So. I know this is a, a, a music podcast and a music business Uh, center podcast but just in life in general how important is it for people to follow their passion you know what i'm saying for you how important was Mm. the passion of the music is it is it the money that makes you um go or is it the actual music i can make way more
2: money doing a lot of things trust me i mean like so so it's the passion absolutely
0: explain the passion part you know what i'm Mm. saying
2: I mean, it's just one of those things, I, I, and I tell my, like, you know, people I work with, or clients, whatever you know you want to say, I tell them all the time, it's like, if you want to look back in five or ten years, and you'll be cool with not, you know, or whatever X amount of years, you're going to say, if you'll be cool with not have gone after that, then that's on you, but I, I know, I, if I look back, and I'm, you know, 40, 50, whatever age you want to say, and I didn't give it my all, in the one thing that I know I'm like, love. that I love. Like people all the time will talk to me. Like, I just love music and I've always wanted to do it. And I'm like, do it. Like, at least try. Like you, like you only get this one life and you're going to look back and be like, man, I should have done. I hear it all the time. Even from like older people, they meet me and they'll, they, they, even if you're just talking to them wherever. Yeah. What else? If yeah. Like, oh man, I love music. I should have done it too. And it was like, and that's the one thing that you always can tell. They just regret it so much. And you're not like, I don't know. Money comes, Money goes. Um, you know, friends come, friends go, but it's if you look, it's your life, and you're the one that's living it. If you look back, right, and you didn't give it that all and that one thing, you know, whatever it is, you want to be the best painter, the best, you know, gardener. I don't know, like you know, whatever you want to do. I, I, that's I, I,
0: I got a saying that I say, man, don't use half your ass, use your whole ass, use
2: the whole thing,
0: use both your cheeks. You working on? Follow your on. passion. I I encourage everybody to follow their passion. You know what I'm saying? Because when you do that. Things happen and doors open. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying because it's a difference when you do something because you're you you quote unquote supposed to do it, then when you love to do it. You know what I'm saying. The worst thing what, happens is you chase your dream. What you love to do is what you'll do for free. Absolutely. That's how
2: I feel. Like if you'll do it for free, then that's exactly what you love. That's you know what that's what I'm a saying? great way to put it. I can definitely agree with that because I did a lot of time where I was doing music for free and it was still as you know as enjoyable as it could be. So.
0: Right. In, in, any last words? I know you got to say your uh, your Instagram. Um, um, any more game you want to give to people? Uh, no, What's the just,
3: biggest piece of advice you could
2: give? <sighs> just keep let's, going. Let's talk
0: about your mistakes. Like any mistakes uh, that you could help somebody else um, not not make. You know what uh,
2: I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I've I've I mean, I've made so many. It's hard to like calculate them into like what your biggest would be a,
0: mistake. What would you say was your biggest mistake biggest in this mistake? music
2: game? Um, I'd say not not following up on relationships I had honestly like I met a lot of people like even when talking going back to that Kendrick uh, story I had contacts to uh, quite a few of them and uh, and like I still have contacts and like you know every everybody especially when you're that popular between all of them like emails are gonna change a lot phone numbers change a lot da 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 and I you know I tried to stay on top of it but looking back I could have stayed more on top of all types of relationships not even just speaking on that one in general and I definitely think if you get something you need to uh, nurture it nature it whatever the correct uh, phrasing Terminal, is yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you need to definitely go forward with that because I like that's the one of the few mistakes I look back and be like man I should have definitely right. stayed in more contact with X person more and just stayed with the follow-up and side.
0: I think what people what people forget is these artists Say for instance, you meet an artist that's on tour. Mm-hmm. They're in a different city every day, every meeting day. people. They're not listening. To,
2: yeah, they're not listening to beats or worrying about who they met. So yesterday. when they when they
0: meet you, they it might be authentic, but you have to follow up to let them know that hey, I'm really in it. Don't mm-hmm. ever think that oh, this person isn't thinking about me or or whatever. Like you have to shoot your shot, but you do it respectfully and do it authentically. Absolutely, a- a- absolutely. That's 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 the suggestion that I have. Yeah. I've been in situations where people gave me their phone numbers and then they never answered the phone ever. Uh-huh. Had, you know what I'm saying? How many situations has it been a like lot. that? A lot. You know what I'm saying? Not even returning a text message. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And
2: I mean it's part of it. So like I said, it's never nothing personal and you know you you take note of it, but then you you can keep trying to, with the follow up, but you just keep trying to find people that um you know will work so, with you or will uh, So on that. a
0: side note, um how many people have you started working with i know we're we're a prime example of mm-hmm. our relationship started strictly business and mm-hmm. now we're actually homies you oh yeah know what i'm saying
2: yeah. um a lot of them honestly um yeah. and, and and you know that just comes with you know i mean i'm like uh, i'm a genuine person and a lot of the people i work with and i think a lot of people that make it far are genuine people too um they treat people with respect um you know the the this people will be like oh rappers or divas or whatever you want to say like that but honestly a lot of the ones i've seen that have gone far are very respectful very polite they treat people with um, respect for the most part um and so i think that goes a long way and right. so uh, right. I, I i kind of that's the same thing i try to uh bring to the table and then now i've continued to work with a lot of these people because um we're also good friends outside of it and now right. It's just helped the relationship grow. Besides me, us being able to work musically, we also can connect like on a different level. And uh, people like hanging out with their friends and working with their friends. That's just kind of how it goes. So you know, got to be cool. Man, <laughs> like I, know, to I know, I know,
0: I know. Man, you have taken plenty of trips to L. A. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So networking. <laughs> is important, you know what I'm saying, when you go to when you go to these different cities, staying in contact with people not only when you touch mm-hmm. down in their city, but when you're away. Absolutely. When you're at home, you know what I'm saying, still reach out, still email them, mm-hmm. still have these conversations, you know what I'm saying, because you never know what opportunities will 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 come about, right? Absolutely. You, you
2: agree with that? Absolutely. Um I all the time you know even traveling a lot, but I have friends come in in town all the time and I, uh you know, I'll help them out or I'll be out of town. And I'll you know, like we'll be connected on some and they may end up having like they know somebody out there that runs a studio or something. And i met this guy in LA, but he knows somebody in New York and he I'm links gonna tell you I'm up. gonna tell y'all something. And solid it's crazy how it happens.
0: Solid people don't mind linking other solid people Absolutely. with other solid people. Absolutely. So make sure Man. you move right and you and, real. you and you and you act right. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But but um speaking of LA, man, I got the homie Firebug in the building. What's good, Firebug? What's the
1: deal? What's the
0: deal, man? Man, a lot of Not people fair. don't a lot of people don't know who you are, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know your story, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, um, kind of tell people who you are, where you come from, and we'll get into the uh the actions and the activities that recently happened, you know what I'm saying, in the hip hop community. You know what I'm saying?
1: Man, well, first of all, man, a fire bug. Feel me the mayor. Yeah. I'm from Inglewood, California. Englewood. Feel me? Uh I'm a blood. Yeah. Feel me? Yeah. So I'm gonna put that out there, you know? So I'm a blood, uh just came home from doing twelve years upstate. Uh, said, uh it's been an illustrious career. It's been right. So so <laughs> so 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 you was in
0: a, a a rap group before before you went in you was in Red Red Diamond Gang right yeah Red
1: Diamond Gang Me, bad nose my yeah. relative to bad nose uh D Rap you feel me yeah and, yeah uh, pretty much Red Diamond it started with we uh, was really in the streets put it like that you feel me and the right. Red Diamond basically was a uh, the red came from my relative my baby uh, relative that uh, passed away you feel me. I'm a gunshot wound And a Baby B-Red Right So he passed away uh, 2004 February Super Bowl yeah. Sunday And uh That's where the B-Red came from And then the diamond came from The homie Baby Diamond You feel right, me Right right That uh Passed away You feel me A Gunshot You feel me Murdered in the driveway Right 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 But they uh Basically the same You feel me But uh so, so, that so, was baby diamond. So it came red diamond. Red so it diamond came from gang. Red diamond gang. You know what I'm saying? It's real. You so know me and uh, it was, it was <laughs> bad it, news. It was four members. <laughs> it was three members. Three members. It was Same, three members. But basically, you know, it was three members who was the group. But basically, the red diamond gang was like the whole turf and the Laporte families, because it was both the homies that we lost, you know. Right. So, uh, bad news, which was uh, my relative. His brother is the one that passed. His baby, his baby brother. Right. right. And Then baby diamond. His brother was Tony diamond. Right. So. Red Diamond gang that was that's where that came from for sure. For so sure. in and,
0: and, and, and from what what I know in my my history I know that y'all were some of the uh first blood rappers that came out banging that was still active you know yeah. what i'm saying like how how was how was that in that era when most people that came out was crips you know what i'm saying yeah. how, how how was that 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 feeling how was that in
1: that era yeah being from cali where i'm from you gotta get you know you gotta uh Pay homage to where it started before before us, you feel me? Right, right. You know, you had DJ Quick, you had MCA, you had, you know what I'm saying, uh Dove C, you know what I'm saying. You, you had you had a cast that was out there, you know what I'm saying? But, right. Uh really in our generation it was like it was different for us. You feel me? You had the relatives, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You had Mac 10, you know, you, you had a lot of people that was rapping, you know what I'm saying? Right. But as far as like rapping, and but still, still out here. Yeah. Feel me popping pistols, jumping out. You feel me?
0: Yeah. It was the red, red diamond. belts game.
1: hanging down to the to, to the kneecaps. You feel me? Still out here committing. You know what I'm saying? Rising the rates. Yeah. for Fel- Felonious ways. You feel me? Yeah. Nah. Ain't nobody doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So me? that's the red diamond game. We gang. was doing it. Like you know what I'm saying? So. And.
2: The aftermath. It was just so. like early 2000s. It's
1: early 2000s. For, you know. Yeah. Before I'm, the game, this before all yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before the
2: YGs. The,
1: oh yeah. I had did a bid before that. Before this twelve, I had did another bid. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah.
0: So, yeah. so you just came home from doing a a, a twelve beat, a twelve piece, yeah.
1: and how long have you actually been home? Well, I came home April sixth, twenty eighteen, uh-huh. but I wasn't actually released free to the streets, uh, they sent me to a halfway house. Right, right. So I still had the ankle monitor being monitored mm-hmm. and all that. So I couldn't even, it was controlled, you right. feel me? And from that halfway house, I violated and was sent back to prison. Right. So I spent the last one, months, 2018, went back for two and a half months. And when you get out? Uh, December 26th.
0: Detem- December, and, so you've been out since December 26th? I've been out since December twenty six. The day after Christmas. We was yeah, in you know L.A. Know we was in yeah. LA, wasn't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we was actually in LA then. The
1: day you got out, we was, yeah, we that was, was, in we was LA. finishing the tour. Right? Yeah, we was in LA. <laughs> they, they, they didn't even let me see Christmas. You feel me? Yeah. No. You know they they dirty, oh, yeah, goddamn. Right, they dirty. No. So
0: good, so so fast forward twelve years. You being in the Red Diamond gang. Twelve years later, you get out. You know what I'm saying? You on the street for streets for a couple of of months. I kind of uh, not to say too much, but yeah. I kind of want you to explain. Where 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 you're from, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and um, the beef that goes on in the gang culture, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. we could get into the um, kind of like the story of of what's been happening recently with the loss of uh, Nip- Nipsey
1: Hussle. Well, well I'm from, uh, I'm from Inglewood, and we on uh, you know, the north side of Inglewood. You feel me? But we right at the crosswalk of Inglewood and in L.A. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's Park is. West Boulevard is basically the only street that separates us from, from uh, basically separates me from Nip. You know? Yeah. That was it. Just a, cross, just a crosswalk. You know, they that's got crazy. a liquor store. We had a laundromat. You know right. what I'm saying? So, it's like, you can walk in the store, they get a blunt. We can walk in and wash some clothes, and it can go bad. You yeah. feel me? If you ain't paying mm-hmm. attention. That's, that's serious. And High uh, Park is just a block. Basically, I call it the Gaza Strip. You right. feel me? If you know anything about the Gaza Strip from yeah. Palestine and Israel, you know what I'm saying? getting in the time, can't enable, it ain't gonna stop, you feel me, we can have her. Yeah, it's gonna be at it's it. It's gonna be uh, at it, you feel me? Yeah. So, that's where, you know what I'm saying, we was from, I was on this, from this side of the light, He's from that side of the light. You know what I'm saying, you so, know, so, and, so typically yeah.
0: when somebody from where Firebug is from and uh, somebody from where Nipsey is from, when they see each other, what would happen? Uh,
1: it's, on it's on site. It's on site. It's on site, you know what I mean, but, don't get me wrong, over, the, over time you build relationships because right. if you're really out there doing, doing this stuff, right. you're running into enemies, you feel me? But at the same time, you're going to jail. Yeah. You feel me, let's be honest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I too many smooth criminals, you feel me? So right, right. You're going to jail. So when you're going to jail, especially at the age I was, you're going to juvenile hall, people going to YA, you're running into these same cats. Right, and right, you getting that animosity out? You feel me? You 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 gonna lock up, uh, period. Yeah, right. If you active and you're gonna lock up, so through all of the clashing over the time, when you steady seeing these people coming in and out the system, right. But they still solid, right. It's like we already built that common respect, mm-hmm. for so, so. So now you know what I'm saying. You got this one from juvenile hall. Why now you in prison? If I'm seeing this dude ten years later, fifteen years later. And he's still accountable. You feel me? A stand-up dude, man. We did all that. We laughing now, like man. Shut up, me. My bust your nose, like you feel me? Like, yeah, yeah, You know what yeah. I'm saying? He right back at you, like man. You already know. You feel me? Yeah, but, right, right, right. Like, so, so, but.
0: so, so all of that time passes by, and um, the world knows now that we 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 lost Nipsey Hussle. You Rest know in what peace. I'm saying? Rest in peace, so, man. So, within Nipsey Hussle's last 24 hours, um, you actually came in contact with him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and. Um, instead of it being on site, y'all did something different. Can
1: you explain kind of what what, what happened? You know what I'm saying? First of all, uh, Nip is a couple of years younger than me, you know? But uh, he's from over there, you know what I'm saying? And uh, first of all, man, rest in peace, Nip. You know what I'm saying? That's first of all, King Nip, you know what I'm saying? He going to go down as the King of LA, period, period. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter what side of the flag you on. That's the King of LA. Right. Hummus, that you know, that's rare, right, right. right. So, uh, with that said, uh, our meeting was by accident. You right. know what I'm saying? It wasn't nothing that was set, set up. up. It wasn't nothing that we, you know what I'm saying? Hey, let's sneak off and go holler real quick. It was none of that. It was by accident. Right. T- 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 tell them kind of kind of what happened. Like r- run, run them through it real quick. You know uh, what I uh, mean? I woke up that morning and uh, it was one of them. I was hungry. We wanted breakfast, so we slide and couldn't, couldn't decide what I wanted. You feel me? So, uh, ended up where I was going was basically, you know, I was going to the jungles, but right before you get to the jungles, like, Slauson was like that last street going up Overhill, which is Nipsey's, you know? Mm. That's his, that's, that's him right there. It's Nipsey country. <laughs> and, uh, it was like, once you get past that, there's nothing, nowhere to go, you feel me? So, it was like, damn, I done made it to the last street. Let me stop right here, you feel me? I Man, baby, we about to stop right here and get something to eat. Right. So, we jump out, and by chance, I just parked the car, walked in, and, uh. It was standing right there in the doorway with his back turned. And, uh, she slid through first. She kind of looked back like, damn, that's Nipsey. Like, you feel me? But when I came, it was like, I you know, seen you standing right there, tall, blue sweatsuit. But look, like I said, I just came home from doing 12 years. You right, feel right. me? So any type of ill feelings and anything from the past, I wasn't even on my mind. You feel right. me? I'm a grown man now. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So basically, a grown man that's seeing this man that's doing so much for the community. Right. You feel me? Right. Period. Like, he from the block where I'm from. Period. So, when I walked in, it was like, at the same time, you know, that's what I'm on. You're yeah. Not knowing what he on. You feel me? Let's be honest. So, right. It's like, all right. I'm going to tap him. You feel me? That's the honorable thing to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, that way, anything, it's like, you facing me. So, I tapped him. Instead of just brushing through him, I tapped him. Like, excuse me. You feel me? when he turned around, it was like... You feel me? When he seen me, it was kind of like, you know, you feel me? But it was none, of, none no hostility or nothing. It was like, ah, ah. You <laughs> feel Yeah. But it was like a peaceful, but a strength, though. And uh, he spoke, and he was like, hey, excuse me. He was like, hey, man, your name Firebug? I'm like, yeah. He was like, I'm sitting in the park? I said, yeah. He was like, hey, man, I'll be peeping you on IG. You be on some real nigga shit. Looked and I was like, man, for sure. He was like, nah, for real. You be on some real nigga shit. I support it. He right. He said, Just cause, He said we. Or he said, I'll be paying attention. Just because me and my niggas don't press the like buttons. Nigga be nigga be watching. He yeah. said, I support it. Yeah. I said, and I told him. I said, man, I watched your whole rap career from a prison cell. Right. Feel me? From Bullets ain't got no name all the way to where you at with it now. Yeah. I say, at the mailbox money, I salute you. Right. Feel me? I respect everything you're doing. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, man, for sure. When we shook hands, he said, "You probably don't remember me. He said, you about to eat, though? I said, yeah. He said, no, I'm going to come holler at you. Because he was in the conversation. Right. So I'm going to sit down. So uh, probably, you know, about five, six minutes later, he came and uh, he was getting ready to leave. And a no matter of fact, he had his hand on the door getting ready to leave out. And uh, he was looking back down, you know what I'm saying, down into the restaurant. I stood up and he uh, seen me and he just came and walked back to me. when he walked up, he just extended his hand. I extended mine. As we started shaking hands. And, uh, he, was, and uh, he looked on my arm. I got a tattoo on my arm. And uh, when he looked at it, he was like, that's Malcolm. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, Malcolm X. Yeah. He was like, I was like, yeah. He just smiled. And he was like, bro, I have been waiting on you. Huh. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, initial conversation, it didn't mean, you know what I'm saying? It was kind of like all the time. Mm-hmm. that's all i could say was all the time you know but he kept shaking my hand and he said nah bro i've been waiting on you now it's kind of like he never let my hand go you feel me and like i said it was it was, it was a humbleness but it was strength
0: right 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 because right. because instead of going at each other next y'all y'all sat down and y'all did something more productive you know what i'm saying y'all had a, y'all had a conversation <sighs> that was, uh, you don't have to go into the details of the conversation, I'm you know a, what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a,
1: it wasn't even the details of that. I'm gonna tell you what an what old head told me, man, when I was young in the system, 1920. Yeah. And back and forth to the hole, pepper spray to every other, you feel me? And he said, man, you got the potential to be a leader. Right. He said, but man, you stay wanting to be in the field. Right. He said, man, you a beautiful homie, But you loyal to a fault. Right. That's what he told me. He said, man, you loyal to a fault. You will risk your life for everything out here. Right. But when your life in danger, half of everything out here going to go back in that building. Yeah. And it was like, damn, you feel me? Yeah. But it, it, it was things that I see now, you feel me? You look at it differently. I you look know at it differently. So, so,
0: so, so within twenty four hours, he passes quickly. Like, tell us, like, how you felt when you
1: first got that news that he passed. I've seen so much tragedy. I've seen so much in my life that when you hear stuff like that initially, you don't even have no emotion, right? It's like <laughs> you feel me, yeah. You can't show no emotion. You feel me? People be playing out here. So, when I first heard it, I just, I just seen it. You feel me? We just text back and forth. I went to the airport and I went to the airport at three, about three o'clock. Yeah. I was leaving the airport about three o'clock. And I remember I pulled up on a brand in and had my, I had my relative in the car. We was going to get something to eat. And we stopped at the wiener snizzles right there on Slauson.
0: Right.
1: And she, I'm driving. So yeah. she's on the phone. And she's looking at whatever she's looking at on the phone. And then she said, oh, my God. It's just been a shooting up there at the marathon. Remember, I'm driving. I'm like, what? But it's gangland. You yeah, feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gangland. So it ain't. Oh, my God. I'm not finna pull over. A a, a suit normal. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn. You feel me? But in my mind, I'm like, dang, somebody got cracking up there. I'm reversing in the parking lot. And two minutes later, it's like uh, somebody being escorted or something. You feel me? Now, I'm like, huh? Then somebody hit my phone from over in the 40 somewhere. It was like, hey, man. I think uh, somebody over there just got shot, man. Like, feel me? Nip or something. And I'm like, feel me? But I, like I said, I, I know people out here. You feel right, me? right, right, So it wasn't far fetched, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, hell no. But when my relative said, oh my God, it's Nipsey. You that's it. when I looked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything, yeah. I, I promise you, everything before that was like a shooting. Mm, mm, oh, mm. Because it's, it's, it's every day. Mm. You feel right. me? You can't just be jumping up emotionally, you yeah, feel yeah, me? yeah. and it might not be what you thought it was. But that changed that, that changed it for you because you was just I seen my relative tears started coming out of her eyes. Right. And that's when I let go of the steering wheel and linked at her like. Right.
0: You feel right. me? Right. So 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 when Nipsey tweeted that tweet, it's a blessing to have strong enemies. I never knew about that tweet. How did you find out about that tweet? We um
1: after when when, when, when when she, when she started crying, I said, that's right now, right now? Yeah. And she said, it's right now. Like, like somebody was going live or something, and the ambulance was still there. And I'm like, I'm about to smash down there. you feel me? So we got to smash him, but, you know, they had, it, they had it blocked up or whatever, you feel me? So I had to dip off through the back street, but at the same time, it's like, damn, like, you feel me? But she's crying. And I know why she crying because she knowing like all last night, you feel me, from the right. moment me and him hollered she, to the moment we was tweeting back and forth, you feel me, my really was there. Right. And she talking like really, like, you feel me, that nigga Nip, a real nigga, like really, like, you's a real nigga, like, my, my Relly, she a real, you know what I'm saying, she a real female. She like, man, I'm telling you, really, like, that was God, that was God. So then, boom. My emotions was in her she she was already like, "You feel me, and then somebody hit me talking about, "Hey, man, you and him took a flick somebody said uh 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 yeah, yeah, so they, they tried to they tried to say that that that, that you downed them yeah not not that I down him but I never heard nothing like that, you feel me? They, they try to say that, was,
0: you, that you that you posted something on Instagram yeah, because, and somebody was saying that you was a
1: person of yeah, of, of, of interest. It could have been a felonious, you feel me, frivolous page, who knows? I'm not even finna get get out no energy. So yeah. when I went to sleep, you feel me, woke up in the morning, I seen it. Like, what the hell? Then like I had two messages, people calling, like, hey, you know what they saying? What they saying. When I read that, come on, man. You feel me? I don't. I'm, I'm a book. I don't have nothing to hide. You feel me? Oh, that's what they saying. Post that.
0: So, so, so. Put so, it out
1: there. Let the people. You feel me? I don't have nothing to hide. Let the people know what it is. You yeah, feel yeah. me? Yeah,
0: so for, for the record, Five Buck had nothing to do with um, Nipsey's passing. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Their uh, Their meeting was on accident, but it was very, very honorable. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, just knowing your history, you know what I'm saying, you just getting out and all of this happening, you know what I'm saying? I know it kinda happened fast. This is all within really like six months, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like it's like kinda crazy, you know what I'm saying? Can can we expect some um some new music from you soon? Yeah,
1: uh we can expect greatness from you. Right. Leadership you know I, That's all I was, that's all I thrive for. That's all I've been trained for, that's all I've grown right. for. Right. You know what I mean? Anybody that knows, you gotta be a student before you can ever become a teacher. Correct. And anybody that knows, like I said, it's an open book. <laughs> go through the background. Wow, you feel me? The, for files, so. the files is open. For sure, so, for sure. So. I'm gonna lead you to the files. You feel me? Oh, you don't even need a warrant. Let's, let's go get these. Right, you right, right. Me? For sure, so, Credentials, for so. whatever, let's go get these. You know what I'm saying? So, anybody that tell you, anybody that's great or anybody named that went down, like Nip yeah, or those that we, you know what I'm saying, the, 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 the folklores of our hoods, you feel me? they going to tell you that he, he was a student. For sure, for sure.
0: Well, Firebug, I appreciate you coming out. Track Sounds, mm-hmm. I appreciate you coming out. Really appreciate Man, it. let's tell the world where they can follow y'all at, man. Make sure y'all mention y'all Instagrams. Firebug, what's your Instagram? Firebug68. It's firebugg 68 Make sure y'all follow them, Track Sounds. What's your Instagram? Uh, track
2: Sounds, T R A K K S O U N D S. And you know, my,
0: my Instagram is B L A C K C A R D S T E V E O, Black Card Stevo. This is the In the Mix and Out the Way podcast. C Rob, you got anything to say?
3: Nah. You know, you got to say your Instagram. C R O B underscore three one seven
0: Indianapolis
1: Indiana he
3: Indiana.
0: represent for that Midwest. Indiana. Hey,
1: when okay, do the, the When uh,
2: uh, did the Pacers play? that? Uh,
3: <laughs> the same time the Rockets
2: are playing. Uh, the Rockets play, play the Warriors on Sunday. Sweet, hey, y'all gonna Sweet. keep y'all gonna keep this basketball Get the brooms beef. out.
3: Keep this basketball <laughs>
0: what beef. What off about of those part. Texans? You like the Colts,
2: <laughs> what
3: about man? You know I'm a coach man. What about the Texans? <laughs> Then they get put out by the coach. Uh, oh, you
2: a who fan? I'm a Saints fan. Okay. Oh my god, oh, yes. I knew it was something Saints is super you, trash. <laughs> <laughs> when your birthday? You smoke weed? You feel
1: me? You're a Saints fan? When your birthday? July. July? Oh, do on December 7th. Saints right, is man. super trash, by All the way. Right, for, no, for sure, for, sure. for sure. Who that? No, this, yeah, yeah, Who that?
3: No. This was. Who that liked the Saints?
0: <laughs> <laughs> this was episode three of the In the Mix. And Out The Way oh, podcast with special guests, Track Sounds, and Firebug. I enjoyed yeah. this one. This was a good one. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. was Appreciate a very good one, me. man. Shout out to the Rams, too. Man, make sure y'all like. <laughs> I liked them. Make sure y'all like and I'm subscribe so to this channel. Follow us on Instagram at What's stay. What's the In The Mix one? Stay dot I-T-M-O-T-W. Stay there period it I-T-M-O-T-W. So make sure you in follow mix, us. And um, we appreciate y'all checking, out, checking us out. It's going to keep getting better and getting better. We're going to keep getting guests, and we're going to keep giving game. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to keep learning. Make sure, um, if you have any questions, DM us. DM us. DM, DM me personally. Send a, um, a DM to the, to the Instagram for the podcast, and we're going to go from there. You know what I'm saying? Or oh, you can hit me up. It's C-Rob, but, man. He is the producer of the show. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So it's going down, man. We appreciate y'all taking us out. And I always remember that every uh, shut-eye ain't sleep and every goodbye ain't gone. We out. Out of here. Yeah.